Here it is, my friends. Podcast 246. This this podcast is entitled Drive Like You Are in China. And if you've been to China, then that phrase makes a lot of sense. And then really, it's also other places. So I've had the great fortune of doing some pretty decent uh, I, I've, I've been able to do some international travel. I've spent time in Tibet. I've spent time in China, spent time in Malaysia, Singapore, and uh, some Aus- uh, Austria, some European countries, Austria, Finland, spent good time in the Czech Republic, and then um, Estonia, Estonia. And uh, the time in Malaysia and Indonesia was uh, astounding as far as driving goes. But I've, I've been to China a couple times, and I was hoping to get back there, well, this year and next year, but it looks like it's going to be 2023. Uh, because they drive very different in Malaysia, Indonesia, and China than they do here. The view is totally different, and it's, it's interesting, okay? It's really, it's funky. And here is why, here is why I'm bringing that up. As, as, a, as far as a podcast goes, because, well, we're in a pandemic, tensions are high, there's all kinds of crazy things going on in the world, global warming, and let, let me just leave it at that, right? I don't even want to get into all the things that's going on that just, just create a lot of conditions of suffering, you know, just a lot of like negative energy floating around. And, you know, it's just people's patience are a little shorter. Their wick is a little faster. You know, people are, well, I almost hate to say it, but too easily pull the trigger. Right. And I don't mean with a gun. I just mean, generally speaking, tensions are high. So, uh, you know, driving is getting a little crazy. Driving's getting a little crazy. I had a guy swerve at me in California just because I was passing. Wasn't doing anything wrong. Wasn't even going that fast. I, I have no idea what was going on. And then even in Boise, like right now, Boise's booming. Hottest city in the in the country for like the third time since I've been here for 20 years. I'm about to get gentrified out. I can't, almost cannot, cannot afford the cost of living here. But we're getting a lot of people moving in. And it's changing the environment of driving, the culture of driving. Um, So there's just a lot more tension on the roads in Boise, Idaho. Okay, and then people are in a hurry, and then there's all that negative stuff going on. So people are really short. Uh, Anger is high. No, it's funny. Like, I actually have more fear of getting shot in a car driving in California Okay, but there are I I I can almost guarantee there are more people with guns driving here in Idaho. There's more people packing heat here in Idaho, but we're not as apt to use them. So yeah, you know, uh, people have been pulling out in front of me a lot. It's I, I see a lot of crazy things going on. People aren't even stopping. They're just like speeding up, going through their stop signs so they can get in traffic and what, save four seconds? Okay, so this guy, not that long ago, pulled out in front of me at a stop sign. He didn't even stop. He just pulled out in front of me. He, you could tell he was in a hurry. 
and I'm moving at a high rate of speed. So, well, basically, I didn't slow down, really. And next thing you know, I'm just on him, right? I'm just riding him, and the guy in front of him can't go anywhere, so it's just this weird moment, right? And then I get in the next lane because I got to turn left, and he rolls down He rolls down his window and starts giving me heat, right? And I just gave him the, I gave I just waved him off. I was like, oh, no, 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 you don't because you ran a stop sign. And that shut the brother up pretty quick, right? So he's going to run a stop sign, break the law, cut me off, and then give me heat? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, would I have done that in California? Uh, uh no. Right? But it's it's still Idaho. So here's the thing, right? When, when I was in Malaysia, uh, when I was at the World Championships of Public Speaking, I spent time in Indonesia and Malaysia and uh, Singapore. But on the way back, I spent a couple days with my good friend Raj. He's a one-handed cat I met online. Uh, He's from Malaysia. I got to spend time with his friends. They really took great care of me. I spent a few days with his family. They took really good care of me. But the last night that I was there, Raj's father was like, hey, Alejandro, you want to go out and uh, smoke cigarettes and drink beer? And I was like, well, how about this, man? I'll go drink beer, but I won't smoke cigarettes, right? And he's like, well, I don't, I don't smoke all the time. It's just sometimes I smoke when I'm drinking. I'm like, look, man, it's cool. I just worked really hard to give that habit up, and I'm not going there again. So we get in his car, and we start you know, driving, and we come up to like a major road uh, uh, intersection, and... Uh, It's not really an intersection. He's just pulling out on his secondary road to get on this kind of busy road. And we both look left because he wants to turn right. And there's a motorcycle coming at a pretty fast pace. And they're pretty close. And it's funny because Raj's father, who's also named Raj, right? He just looked left, saw the motorcycle like really close and then looked right and pulled out right in front of this motorcycle. And I thought for sure something weird was going to happen, but nothing happened. And then we start driving off and he, I was like, I was like, Hey Raj, I, I, did you just pull out right in front of that motorcycle? Now, mind you, that's a motorcycle, right? That's not another car. I mean, that dude hits us. He could possibly die. And Raj looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. He's like, well, of course, Alejandro, if I have to wait for everybody, you'll never pull out. He's like, everybody knows everybody pulls out in front of everybody else, (laughs) right? And I thought that is so bizarre. And all I said to Raj is that would never happen in America, right? So, you know, if you did that, who knows what could happen? An accident, road rage, somebody gets shot. Who knows, right? So then the next year or two years later, I don't know, in 2017, I went to China and driving in China was insane, right? And basically the same thing was occurring. I mean, people pulling out in front of people all the time, barely signaling, just like, you know, there's lines in the road, but nobody listens to them. And even in Malaysia and Indonesia, people drive in both directions on both sides of the road. And most people are in motorcycles and on the sidewalk and driving over curbs. I mean, it's basically insane. Right. It's totally insane. So when I was talking to my my uh, friend Malcolm who took really good care of me in Malaysia, He, I was asking him about kind of the, the driving situation. And he's like, oh, here in Malaysia, Alejandro, things are very different than in America. He's like, if there's an accident in America, 
the United States, they got to call the police. They try to figure out who's at fault. You know, there's lawyers. You got to there's blame. You got to parse things out. It takes all this time. But he's like here in Malaysia. If there's an accident, the person that has more power is at fault. So basically, if you're walking and you get hit by a bicyclist, it's the bicyclist's fault. Even they have to take responsibility, even if it's the bystander's fault. Right. So the bystander walks out in front of the bicyclist. Bicyclist hits bystander. It's bicyclist's, bicyclist's fault. OK, there's an accident between a car and a bicycle. No matter who is at fault, who has actually caused the accident legally at fault, so to speak. I don't even know what to say. The car has to pay for everything. Right. Motorcycle, bicycle, motorcycle, motorcycle, car, 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 truck truck pays for everything regardless who is who caused the accident right so he's like because it's set up like that the people that have more powerful vehicles are always looking out and giving right of way to people in lesser powered vehicles and he said yeah it might seem odd and it, i guess basically it is odd but we have very few accidents <laughs> Right. So the same thing in China. I could not believe how many people swerved out right in front of us at high rates of speed when we're moving fast. And my driver, it, he didn't even blink an eye. He's uh, he's like making room for him. Right. So I thought this has been my thing lately. I'm trying to drive like I'm always in China which basically means people are going to cut me off all the time and that's normal like always letting aggressive people in because that's the norm because at some point I'm probably going to have my turn at being aggressive now I'm not going to take the aggressive side of driving in China because people aren't fond of that in the United States but at the same time on the other end yeah I'm just you know I get cut off you know what that's normal because that's how it is in China that their view of driving is completely different and of course you know China is a very nationalistic group centered country I mean America we're all about ourselves you cut me off I get pissed off it's all individual stuff right in China they say the tallest nail gets pounded down in in America, we say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's their totally different views. And regardless of what your view is of China, that country is about to take over the planet. You know, we had our time. I don't know if a lot of America is aware of it, but China is a major, major superpower. And our, our media does not pro, uh, portray, portray it that way. Yeah, China... <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're it right now. Uh, and why am I telling you that? I don't know, just because I want to share it. Mostly this just has to do with driving, right? And Well, I'm telling you that because as a country, individuals work hard at more nationalistic goals than individual goals. And, of course, they have like a billion point two people. So when that country comes together, they come together. Whoa. Now, is there bad stuff going on in China? Yeah. Yeah, are they doing bad things? Yeah. You know, we, I, I'm not even going to get into the whole Tibet thing. I mean, in China, Tibet is China, right? But that's not really the case. 
Okay, but yeah, driving over there, I it's a little crazy. It's something I'm not really used to, but okay. You know what? I'm going to drive like I'm in China. And it, it actually has been causing me a lot more pleasantness in my drives to work and just kind of dealing with people and letting people do what they do and not being affected by it, not being upset by it. And yeah, it's actually, you know what? It's actually made a huge difference in my life. Like I feel a lot better getting into a car and getting out. So I'll tell you what, my friends, if you can, especially because right now with everything that's going on in the world, you know, I have to not only, uh, protect my happiness but find ways to preserve it and also you know find areas to create it like driving now is very pleasant for me because I have that view and that is actually making a difference in my world and because it's making a difference in my world it's also the condition of making a positive difference in other people's world so if you can my friends if you want to make a little difference in your life you really want to do a little something to help the greater good, drive like you are in China. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>